0: Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. So Aubrey and I were chatting a little bit before we started recording the call and we were talking about parallel tracks, which I really loved. I'd never thought about a side hustle that way. So tell us all about what you do and, um, and what that means to you.
1: Uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me see. What jumping in. Hey, uh, yeah, jumping in. That's too, let's see. Too well, what I do is, um, I'm, a uh, I'm an astrologer, and cool. I do a lot of counseling and consultation using astrology. Usually, people's natal charts, but I've, you know, I'll follow. Someone will will check in every six months to a year to kind of get a handle on where their growth is at the time and what to do with you know the opportunities of that growth. So there's uh, astrology, and then I have coaching um, as an arm of that. So that's for working with people more long-term to do anything just to, you know, to have a better life, be happier, you know, start a business. I'm going through my clients, um, make a, make kind of a relationship, big life changes, uh, parenting stuff. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't have a niche. Um, so life coach, and professional ah. coach. And so I use astrology and coaching together um, to do that along with other modalities that I use. And then um, I also have a Chinese medicine background. So I, have a, I, I no longer practice acupuncture. I practice for about 10 years, a little bit longer. And I also have an interior design background. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of feng shui and I do feng shui consultations Um, probably not as much as astrology and coaching just due to popularity and feng shui seems to have had a, had a peak like 20 years ago, everyone thought, Oh, I know what astrology, I mean, I know what feng shui is. Um, and anyway, but I do a classical feng shui and, um, so yeah, I have lots of tracks and I've, I've had lots of quote side hustles, but I've never really, um, I never really loved that word because it demotes um, what we love so much and are squeeze, like quote, squeezing in, right? So there's our, there's our main job, right? For people that use the word side hustle, there's your, your, the job that brings in a paycheck, right? That's the necessary, um, hopefully not necessary evil, but that's the necessary piece, right? We, we need food, clothing, and shelter and we need a way to right. pay for that. So, um, and hopefully, if we're lucky, we, we like that role. That, that's a fulfilling job. Yes. However, uh, often, it's not. And so, you know, we develop these other interests and hope to turn them into the way of the, being our primary earning path. So I get the word side hustle, But what I don't like is uh, what it, what it tends to, and this isn't everyone, right? What it tends to invoke in the person saying, oh yeah, it's my side hustle. There's a bit of a, it's my side hustle. It's a, there's a, a, it's not an excuse. It's an out, right? Mm -hmm. It's an out in case it doesn't work out in case it uh, doesn't uh, grow into the, the earning monster that, you know, we dream it's going to be right. right. So I, I don't like it for the, for <laughs> that because it's already saying, well, it's probably not going to work, but right. And yeah. some it at its level. So, and if we didn't love it so much, we wouldn't really be pursuing or quote hustling. But that's another word I have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> you know, the the hustle, you know, it's, uh, that, that's a chronic problem, almost at, at this point. It's not that you don't have to work hard. It's not that you don't have to hustle or make fast moves or or put a lot of energy into something. But is it a hustle? I don't know. Sometimes it's a really pleasant meander. Right? <laughs> I love that. Sometimes it's a really creative exploration. Sometimes it's a really excited, playful attempt at something. Yeah. But a hustle is. Um, I guess in one definition, it's a, um, it's like a swindle. <laughs> but I don't think people mean it in that sense, but then, you know, say the other one's like, Oh, gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. Gotta hurry. It's, like, we, it's like, we don't have to hurry. We just, something deserves our full attention. Right. When we're doing it. So I sort of prefer parallel tracks. Um,
0: um, yeah. I absolutely love that. Cause I think of a hustle as, the grind, something that's going to stress you out. But you're saying when you have a side hustle, it's something you're passionate about. It deserves your attention. And it doesn't mean you have to monetize every single thing that you're interested in. Right. Or it has to turn into full time. Maybe this is something you're super passionate about, but it's never going to make a ton of money. But you need that creative outlet or just something completely different from your full time job that's providing for you. But I think you're so correct in saying that a lot of people want to keep it really small and don't want to tell people about it. So they just brush it off as, oh, it's my side hustle. So when you said parallel tracks, I was like, oh, I just love that analogy.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. And then as I, as we're sort of talking, I'm like, I don't even really love the word tracks, because again, it's all about the meaning we put on something tracks mm-hmm. really Im- implies this like straight line you know, speeding right. somewhere, we're going somewhere, we got point in the distance. And again, that's great. You have to point at a goal or envision a goal or an outcome and work towards it, but it might not look like tracks, mm-hmm. right? It might look like, um, it just might look different. It might be exploring a terrain. It's like looking at a map. Of, yeah. Yeah, I remember when we were in Pompeii, I was, you know, I I visited Pompeii with my family and, you know, we're looking at this map and it was, have you ever been there? I have not. Well, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's just, it's amazing to see, but they have this, um, it's about, if I remember, it's like about a mile long, right. And it's a whole town or a village and everything is labeled meticulously. You know, you have um, this family residence here, the chapel. well they didn't call it a chapel, but the um, worship, pagan worship center. <laughs> I can't remember, but uh, it's a uh, you know the kitchen, the the cook, the you know it had all of everything was labeled, and it you know it was this map, and you were like, okay, wh- where do you want to go? This looks interesting over here, and that might be over here, and then might go over here, and Like, I think that's what we're doing here Mm -hmm. in this life. It's like, we have a map, we have a terrain. We're like, well, this looks fruitful. This looks like I could make a lot of money here. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this, but gosh, I'm doing this in order so I can go explore everything over here. Right. It's so true. It's It's rarely
0: linear or a straight path track. It's It's all over the place.
1: It's messy it's very, it's very messy, but it's, um, you know, maybe, maybe a word is creative. It's creative. We live creatively. And mm-hmm. if we're not living creatively, we're probably bored out of our minds or so, exhausted. One of the two, yep. right? Because that's probably, we're probably on a track. I mean, show mm-hmm. me a person who's on a speeding track and I will show you a, a stressed out, exhausted, burnt out, yeah Um, what's the meaning of this kind of attitude person it's uh not everything is a sprint or uh even an achievable straight line you know that's a myth it's
0: a myth and when I think of the hustle or speeding train on a track I'm just waiting for the crash so somebody who's going 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 eventually there's going to be some sort of crash where you just you can't sustain that forever
1: no, because you're not stopping to fuel or you're not letting people under the train to help you or to, for company mm-hmm. or, you know, it's a, you know, it's this, we're told like, oh, an overnight success. <laughs> like, no, that wasn't a speed trade. I guarantee you that person uh-huh. who was the overnight success was all over their terrain and then they just hit the right, you know, spot, but their eyes were open. And they were living creatively. And so when the opportunity came, they were like, oh, I'm ready. Every, I've I've been exploring to the point where I've piled up the wisdom and experience I need to take advantage of this opportunity.
0: That's such a good point. They were living with their eyes open and living creatively. So they yeah. knew what they had stumbled upon and, and know what
1: they want out of life. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even... More I think even more importantly is they could feel it. You know, there's we think everything, we think the knowing comes from the intellect. Mm. The intellect will put you on that speeding linear train. But the yep. knowing comes from the exploration and the creativity and the, hmm, this is cool and wow. And now that feels ooh, I don't like doing this. Get <laughs> me out of here. Right. It's uh that comes from feeling.
0: Yeah. And sometimes you don't know until you try it and then you get the feeling that you're going to be sick or you feel it in your gut and you know, it's just not the right fit.
1: Yeah. 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 Which is also great information. It's great. It's a, that's learning. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. What people who say, oh, yeah, shoulda, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? It's like that's because they believe, and we all do this. I'm not saying they, is like, I'm exempt from this, you know, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Well, it's like, well, why Aubrey, why why shouldn't you've done that? Or why it's, I was, we're all doing the best we can with the information we have in the moment. 100%. And I just
0: think no experience is wasted. There's a, a string that ties it all together. And like you said, you've done acupuncture and interior design and feng shui and astrology. I see how all of those can fit together. Yeah, so cool, and how you can help a client and use all those things in your coaching.
1: Yeah, very much. I mean, they're all they're all listening, listening fields. They're all diagnostic. They're all taking, um, taking in, sort of human information to say, like, well, gosh, what does this person need to be? Healthier. What does this person need to be happier? What does this person need to feel better in their skin or feel calmer in their environment or feel alive in their work or feel energized and happy as a parent, right? That's a, that's a thing. Or how does a person sort of find their life, you know, feed their life force and juggle all these things in their life or take this passion that's on the side and um, in the periphery of their vision, but actually, they know it makes them feel good. They know it feeds them. They know it excites them, and they feel curious about this thing that they so badly want to grow. Like how how can they do more of that? Right, right. And I don't believe actually that when someone says, "Oh, this couldn't make any money," right? I don't care what it is. That's not true. It's just um, that's just a recipe for creating something that's never been done in that way before. Yeah.
0: Don't you think there's almost an audience for everything?
1: Everything, everything, nobody. I mean, we are, we are designed to live in community. We're tribal people, mm-hmm. right? If, um, if you like uh, soft boiled eggs and embroidery and pugs and, you know, running half marathons, I guarantee you there are people like a whole community of people that have those same criteria for what makes yeah. them happy. I heard right. that's So
0: funny. I heard recently, that's one reason why people hate public speaking because you're up on a stage, you're pulled away from your tribe or your people. And now you're separated from the group. I was like, okay, this makes sense oh, to me. Maybe this is why I always hated it.
1: Like, yeah. Like maybe they're going to start start throwing tomatoes instead of clapping. Okay. Feel- yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's um, yeah. And there, that's also uh, I, I think there are people that are naturally sort of meant to gravitate towards the front of the room. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it doesn't mean not everyone can stand in front of the room because everyone absolutely can. But some people get fed. They feel good when they stand in front of the room and some people don't feel good. They have to learn to feel good. They have to learn to find their comfort zone. Yep, for um, sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm so interested in the astrology piece of your coaching. So putting that aside for a second, I've only done acupuncture one time and it was when I was pregnant with my youngest and she was breech. And so I went to a chiropractor and then I went and got acupuncture trying to get her to turn. And she never did the needle but,
1: in the and, foot. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> the needle in the ankle. Yeah, they did yeah. ankles and a couple other places. Um, and I could feel her moving a lot, but she yeah. never did turn. But I think she just knew what she was doing and everything worked out just fine. But I've always been interested in astrology. And, you know, I know it's m- much more complex than just reading your horoscope. So if you're working on astrology with
1: a coaching client, what does that look like? um well every you know everything we just talked about mm-hmm. um that's that's what we talk about i mean it, it's uh it's a an, a, a natal chart a, someone's birth chart like say we all have a chart that we're born with right you've yes. seen one right yeah um it's a circle and it has all the symbols in it and that's a map of the sky when the moment you're born and so that energetic imprint is kind of like um like a tuning fork in the sky, all those energies in the exact position and way that I, I don't know why I have this, but I don't, <laughs> <laughs> just I just do. And it just stays in my pen cup, but I don't really, you know, use it except for illustration purposes. Um, but that's like a vibration that, that you, we all resonate with. Right. And it's mm-hmm. very unique to us, like a musical note, like a combination of musical notes. And so. I usually we start with um, really breaking down um, how our how someone's identity is fed, how um, emotions are are naturally nourished, how we feed our like inner selves, um, how we come across to the outside world personality wise, how we communicate, how we attach to other people, how we make friends, what kind of tribes, Might we gravitate towards what our self expression might look like? You know, there are so many um, qualities. What, how, where we might be sort of useful and need to work and build work at a craft, you know, where our position of authority or blocks could be, sort of family, ancestral stuff. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's very intricate. Um, It's a very intricate, uh, like, lens into what makes each person function like vitally and feel alive. And, and so we, we sort of start there. Um, There's a karma piece to it and it doesn't matter if people believe in karma or not, or past lives. I do plenty of readings for Catholics and people who don't, you know, believe um, in reincarnation, which is totally fine because um, it's not like I'm carrying around the proof for it. Mm -hmm. and any sort of karma piece or reincarnate prior lifetime, it gets echoed in the early childhood anyway. So for practical purposes, the description of the energy that we are born with is, is pretty obvious and unfolds in childhood. Right. And then that programming or imprinting, that mm-hmm. emotional imprinting kind of gets, starts to get worked out and we start to get to know ourselves beyond that, hopefully. That's where astrology is amazing. It says, oh, these automatic assumptions you have about yourself, these bad habits um, or sort of uh, very bordered, boundaryed ways of thinking about yourself, those aren't actually Fixed. That's not as true as you think it is. Here are the best possible um, potentials and possibilities, and we start to talk about those. And here are the opportunities. And here's here's kind of like your north star. Like you know what? Try going this way. That's where the magic juice is. That's where the that's where the the explosive potential is. And once people see that, well, a they pro- they usually are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Right. but um, it's validating and it's exciting and people can start to, to take action and notice opportunities. It's like, once we see it, um, once we see possibility, Mm -hmm. we start to see possibilities everywhere. We start to see ways of creating that vision. So, you know, the natal reading is like two hours long and then um, it's a lot of information, but then through a coaching period of like four to six months or sometimes nine that, you know, we, we work on like week to week of, of what the opportunity is, what's coming up now, um, working on mindset, working on, um, like practical plans. Like, Oh, you want to build this business? Oh, okay, well, let's do this. Here's what's supporting you right now Mm -hmm. in the universe, you know? or God, this is, I mean, God created the stars too. So um, this is, this is your support. These are what are going to look like obstacles, but this, they're not actually obstacles They're or, or challenges, or this is what they are like, see them for what they are. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's like, I help someone then explore the terrain of their life and create what they want to create. It's a so really it's it's quite an amazing process. Um I feel like yeah, it's 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 an amazing sort of thing to get to walk with someone, but it's fun. It's not therapy, it's not like let's <laughs> dive into your childhood and look at this trauma. Um right. we talk about trauma, you know, if it's there, yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. Let's see it, let's see that trauma for what it is. But that trauma is not creating someone's future. I will you know, well, let me look at that straight on. Let's, let's look at that. Cause um, there is a misconception. I think it's a misconception that, you know, we are shaped by something to the extent where it's determining our future. And that is not, I just don't see it as true. It's not true. It might be, doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't mean it's uh, straightforward to untangle that belief right Um, but everyone is is whole and perfect and it doesn't despite all the outside circumstances all of them every single one of them not one of them matters as far as impacting someone's wholeness and ability to create Mm -hmm. any future and so that's sort of the goal of astrology and coaching that was a long-winded response
0: (laughs) no that's incredible it's so interesting to me and how you start with the astrology and then kind of unravel everything from there and I love what you said it's like everyone has these gifts and no matter what has happened in our lives because as we get older we're all going to go through things we're all going to have some sort of trauma but you can't let that be your identity you have to be able to process that and keep going and then you can create a future that you want regardless of
1: that. Absolutely. And it's um, you know, I always sort of go into like I like God didn't create um, me or you or anyone for that matter with some kind of extra ability to succeed. I, I this is what I have to tell myself. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm hardly the um, the example of supreme success, but I mean. Do you know what I mean? It's like I, I got it. When I feel challenged, I'm like, wait i I was born with the same opportunities and abilities universally. I'm not talking about practical life circumstances. That I mean, I you know i I will admit in a heartbeat that I, you know, won the lottery with outside circumstances. Mm -hmm. However, you know there there are other circumstances that I have to you know, to work through. And I've had to, to put in their proper context, which is uh, they're not, they're not determining um, anything that has to do from this, my future, as it unfolds from this moment forward. And every single person is born with that same gift. It's, it's amazing, actually. It's amazing.
0: It really is. And, you know, forever I've thought effort And determination and perseverance, all of that trumps talent any day. Because if the talented person is not willing to use their gifts and step out and serve other people, you know, then this other person who is is going to probably find more success. I think anybody can find success, it's just a matter of failing forward and keep
1: putting one foot in front of the other. It's true. It's like consciousness takes effort. You know, it's, um, I mean, you can, I I mean, you can be conscious of something and yet not do anything about it. Right. Mm -hmm. You could sort of be aware of your potential or aware of your opportunities and decide to, you know, crack open a beer and watch a soap opera on the sofa Mm -hmm. every day. I mean, there is like, you know, laziness is a human quality, um, but there's a, you know, there's a happy medium. It's like sometimes right. you need to, I wouldn't say a beer, but like, you know, s- sit on the sofa and rest and watch soap opera for a minute, yeah. right? We can't just work our way into success either. It's, we've use all of it, all 360 degrees of the circle, you know, yeah. I'm thinking like the, the wheel, the horoscope wheel. Um, we've got so much, we've got so many tools and gifts and qualities that we either misuse or underuse or don't even understand are at our disposal.
0: Yeah. And it's like you said, you just have to take inspired action, some sort of action, and, and then give yourself time to rest too. Rest doesn't have to be a reward. When you need rest,
1: take rest. Yeah. Whenever that may be. Yeah. And here's the goodness: We can only do the next best thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we we can't do something that we can only do a month from now. Right. Right. But we could prepare, we could study, we could um, get our mental game clear. We could get clear, we could quiet that our minds, we can um, so that we're s- sort of creative and agile and happy. And work working on happiness is a big deal. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. We could work to get the money that we need, you know, or find mentors. We work to get help. I mean, there's lots of things that are um that go into creating what we want that don't look like work, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I there are times when I don't I don't look like I'm working. I mean, I'm cleaning out drawers, I'm going for walks, I'm um taking our dog to the vet, I'm, you know, anything like it's like getting gas, driving, doing a road trip, and I am. I am working, mm-hmm. I am thinking, I am making yeah. notes on my phone. I am coming up with creative ideas. I'm understanding, I'm listening to a podcast or an audiobook, and I'm understanding something deeply or deeper than I've ever um, gotten it before. And that informs everything I do from mm-hmm. that day forward. You know, it's, I get in bed and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was, I was working, I was, that was, that's part of the, that's part of it. Yeah. And I think it takes stepping
0: back sometimes to have those thoughts and come to realization. So for me personally, if I'm on a walk outside, I love walking my dog. I just love being outside. That's when I have great thoughts, you know, and things I want to write down when I get back or putting the notes app on my phone. And I'm always listening to podcasts or an audio book. Yeah. It makes fun of me. Like, <laughs> what are you listening to now?
1: Yeah. Right. I'm so curious, and I want to keep learning. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the uh, that's the fun of it. I mean, you know, it's we live in such a great time too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we don't have to. I mean, I, I, I do sort of miss the quaint, you know, have to go to the library to get the book kind of thing. You know, to learn anything. Right. But the fact that we can just turn on our phone or computer and you can learn anything these days there's almost no excuse for ignorance you know like it's like what I you know the are you living under a rock uh, saying really applies to these days like maybe like you know 25 years ago well you know someone had an excuse you know for not being exposed to certain ideas maybe they hadn't gotten outside their community or been um confronted with certain ideas about humanity, you know, you can excuse someone, you know, that the, the ignorance is innocent, but these days it's getting less and less excusable, I guess, mm-hmm. to say, um, I mean, I don't know is a really valid answer. I'll say, I don't know, but then I'll, I'll you know, I'll try to, I'll try to learn the answer. Or I'll try to deepen my That's understanding or I don't know, I'll get back to you.
0: Yeah, I think it's Jenna Kutcher who always says, if you want to start a business and you have Google at your fingertips, then you can find out anything you need to know to
1: start. Oh, a business. yeah. Anything. It's <clears throat> it's overwhelming, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I have to remind, you know, because I am a good learner. I'm a really I'm a chronic learner. And I've always have to remember, you know, Aubrey, your input, you know, it's always about balance and harmony always, you know, going back to sort of Chinese medicine, all of it, the natural law is always focused on finding equilibrium. And a lot of times, especially in this culture, my God, the stimulation, stimulation, learning, input, information, analysis, more learning, more information, more, it's like, we're overwhelmed by what we don't know and overwhelmed by, um, what we're trying to know and mm-hmm. trying to understand, or maybe just, it just comes in without us even asking or, or wanting it. You know, we have, we need more output, you know, it's like the digestion, right. like, it's like digestion, you know, we keep feeding, 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 input, input, input. It's got to come out. It's got to come out. We've got to be able to release um, you know things that we don't need in our minds and we need to like put what we know out into the world and express ourselves definitely even if you're a banker or a lawyer or a you know a street paver you need to put what's inside out in the world definitely everybody is like, creative everyone like meditation helps with that or how do you release those thoughts well let's see uh I mean, I'd be a fool to say, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't think meditation is the one way um, to, to release. I think meditation is obviously um, an incredible tool or method for quieting mm-hmm. the mind. But we don't need meditation to quiet the mind. We can quiet the mind just by not talking for a minute. Mm. Right, as soon as you not you, you stop talking and take maybe one breath, something shifts, and a little bit of quiet seeps in. If you did that three times five times, you know I think breathing mm-hmm. is a more accessible uh, way to allow the mind to quiet down and just gently let go of what it doesn't need because I always come back to the body is this where are self healing, we don't need to force things or control mm-hmm. things. We don't need to make our minds quiet or make our bodies um, balance themselves. It knows what to do. Our, our physical body, our energy body, our mental body, it knows what to do. It just yeah. does. It just yeah. does. And all we have to do is just give it just a little bit of an opportunity to Mm. take over instead of us trying to push, 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 control, control, control. So I find, um, I mean, if someone can sit quietly and quote meditate for 20 minutes or has a practice, they are light years ahead of where most people are um, as far as health, you know, Mm. goes like the health of their energy body goes.
0: But But I agree. Sometimes it looks like
1: Just breathing. I mean, it's a, it's, it's so fascinating. These two sort of wing-shaped organs are right in the middle of our body, surrounding our heart. Kind of tells you something. Hey, this is at the center of your being, you know. And we think it's oh, it's automatic. We do it well. We don't do it well. We're just like we we need we could learn to walk better. We could have better posture, Mm -hmm. right? We can, we can learn to relate to our bodies better. And breathing is one of those things where. We put a little bit of attention on it. it, it helps quiet the mind. And then once the mind quiets down, divine intelligence is there all the time. Hmm. We hear it, we feel it, it takes over. It says, you don't need this, let it go. We conveniently forget what we no longer need to know. We, we come up with ideas that uh, we are fantastic, are in our genius zone. We, we see what's important. We feel what's important. And just, it just takes a minute, you know, even with acupuncture, you know, 20 minutes with needles in, you know, it's like, Oh, something has been released. My right. body knows how to get rid of the stuff, the stuff we don't need. Yep. Yeah. So I think breathing, breathing, which is why walking it tends to work. You know, I love, I'm a, I'm a big walker and I, I think walking with, uh, listening to something is amazing. My mind releases from having to jam on something or learn something. And I just take it in, you know, something about the movement, the, um, but anything it's whatever feeds, uh, whatever feeds your someone on a non-rational level Mm -hmm. is what tends to help us surrender. You know, anytime we get out of analysis and just we let go into creativity, that halfway between waking and dreaming could be singing, could be doing something creative, could be dancing, yeah. Yeah. cooking. Yep. Right. It's like everyone's got that thing where they let go and they go into that transrational yeah. space where it's a little bit dreamy and nonlinear mm-hmm. and. I think that's the place of surrender journaling some, for some people.
0: And we're all so different, you know, for me, it would never be cooking, but I have clients who, if they're stressed out, want to cook or bake, you know, some who just want to run, you know, for me, I want to move my body. And then I've noticed with myself when I get stressed or if I'm in a tense situation, I hold my breath. So if I can remember just to breathe, that's so helpful. I mean, it's the most basic thing. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't have a lot of time and you're sitting at your desk and you feel like you've got to get some work done, you can't leave or whatever, just
1: breathe, yeah, just breathe. Just like you know, not even ten, just five, three, three breaths, one. Yeah. I mean Apple Watch has the breathing app yeah. on it. It's great. Just watch that little flower open and close. It's you know, it's it's a well, i I think everyone is on to it, you know, I think everyone it's it's like every everyone's got not everyone, but uh, mo- many people rapidly are getting this information to where it's becoming a collective understanding mm-hmm. it's not so, it's not about knowing it's, as much as it is as remembering oh, I remember, right We get swept up and distracted. Yeah. Oh, I remember I, mean, I have to be we need reminders we so need to distracted. remember who we are and how to take care of ourselves yeah, yeah. well any
0: last thoughts you want to share with our listeners? Oh, I think I've talked your ear off. <laughs> it's been such good information though. Oh,
1: I'm glad. I was, I've enjoyed talking to you. I mean, it's, you know, it's a fun conversation. I, um, It's helpful. You know, it's helpful to me to talk about it. It helps me remember.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. We're like you sort of- said, we have
0: so much information coming at us all the time. It's just remembering. It's not necessarily things we didn't know, but it's, you know going back to what we loved in childhood or just remembering what's important to us which i do think covid helps because we're all stuck at home and in a unique situation so a lot of people did kind of get in touch with what's important and what they want out of their life
1: yeah yeah and a lot of that wasn't um you know who we who we are at our core isn't found in information It's found in a feeling and I, Mm. and I, I think what the gift of the last couple of years has been is, Oh, I like this feeling, right? I like this feeling of not commuting, of spending more time with my family, of giving myself this attention. It's the feeling. It's not information. It's not, I, I feel better when I (laughs) fill in the blank. Yeah. So.
0: I know for many of us now that kids are back in school and their activities and people are going back into the office, it's like all that stress is rising to the surface again. I know even with myself, like racing back and forth to school and trying to get work done and things at home, you know. Yeah. As much as I wanted them to be back in school, I'm like, oh, that last year was really nice when really I didn't nice. have to drive anywhere.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how can people find you? Um, so I'm, I'm super easy to find. I'm Aubrey Thorne, A-U-B-R-E-Y, B as in boy, Audrey with a B. Um, Aubrey Thorne and Thorne has an A, aubreythorne.com. Okay. Um, or Instagram is probably easy and direct because it has all my links on there. Um, and that's Aubrey Thorne also. Awesome. Yeah, well, this so. has been so much fun.
0: Thank oh, it's you for been spending really fun, some time Bryce. with us today. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week and make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.